Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the After Dark Podcast, where we debate topics that are none of our business. It's your boy, Black Mike, on the mic. We got Big Stir up top. You already know what's going on. Hey, man, all I got to say is before we roll into this episode is you know, I appreciate all the love we're getting on the recent drops. You know, y'all been tuning in more. Y'all been liking more. We've seen some comments floating there. You know, that's what I want to see. That's what we do it for. You, you know, you're motivating us. So we're going to keep going for you guys as much as y'all keep subscribing, as much as y'all keep viewing. We're going to be here. We're going to keep pushing it for you. So I just want to make sure I got that out before we jumped into anything. But now we're going to get back to the show. Big Stir, how was your week, man? How you been doing? Uh, I mean, damn, what happened last week, bro? From the time we spoke. Um, nothing, bro. Uh, yeah, I went back home this past weekend. Yeah, I went back home this past weekend. Back to Clayton, little home trip, see the parents, but most importantly, got my window fixed from getting shot at, if you guys don't <laughs> recall. Um, I actually, yesterday, I saw my, one of the leasing, uh, or I guess the assistant manager, like of the leasing office or whatever, and I saw them at elevator, like, hey, what's going on? Like, how's everything going on? I was like, oh, yeah, like, I did go home back this weekend, like, and get my window fixed uh, after getting shot at. And it was like, I was trying to say it like, casually, and he was like, what? It was like, wait, hold, wait, what? wait one second. You ain't yeah, going to act like what? that's just some casual Tuesday. I just got fucking shot yeah. at type shit. Yeah, and he's and he's a brother, too. So he was like, he's like, yeah, bro, like, that shit's crazy. Like, people are wild. Like, I'm glad you're you're OK. Like, all that stuff. It was just real casual, man. It was fun. Like, it just kind of it's, it's funny now, obviously, but like still one of those things where it's kind of gives you like a little trimmer here and there when you do think about it for a moment like i look back at the window today like just like peek back like and look i was like damn that shit was right there bro like <laughs> i just i just be thinking to myself i'm like i took a picture of it before my dad fixed it and everything and uh i was just like damn that's something like i'm never gonna forget no matter how no matter how much you'd have to i'd have to have the damn alzheimer's or dementia for me to forget that shit and i still don't think i would note uh, to self it is not the 70s anymore we can't, like, if you flick somebody off, you're going to get shot at. If you look at somebody sideways, you might get shot at. This all, everybody keeps that thing on them these days. So, like, shit is just different out here. We can't just be, you, you just kind of have to, like, look down at the ground and keep walking these days. Or you might get that thing pulled on. Yeah, keep your, keep your, keep your temper, keep your temper to a minimal on the highway. Uh, word to, word from the wise, not to the wise. From the wise. From the wise. Yeah, so other than that, man, it's been pretty chill. But, nah, man, it's been vibey. How about yourself, man? I know the haze out here has been crazy, like, from uh, from the north, from the wildfires have been going on for the like, past like, month and a half or so. But seeing how you hanging, uh, Big Mike. Yeah, man, been been chilling, not, not up to too much, you know, talking about the air quality. So I had a soccer game yesterday, and let me, let me tell you, I'm playing in an adult soccer league, and... The air quality was absolute shit, and I was out here dying. Like, when I'm saying I do one up and down the field, and then I come back, I'm over here. <laughs> and straight up wheezing, bro. I'm just letting niggas run right by me. I don't give a fuck. I was like, you have to get me out of here. Then, like, everyone kept looking at me like, yo, Mike, Mike, Mike. 
like, I need a sub. Can you do it? I'm, I'm like, nah, bro. I, I ain't got you. And then, then no like, they're man, like, man. finally, finally, they're like, bro, Mike, like, I need a sub. I'm like, all right, bro, but I'm calling your ass right back in here in three minutes, dog. I can't, <laughs> I can't fucking do it. I promise. But other than that, man, not too much, you know. Just ready to fucking get into the show. We got a lot to talk about, by the way. We got some running back situation. The NFL is going crazy. We got finally got some NFL news. The season is right around the corner. I can't wait. I can't wait for y'all to hear my cowboy takes all year long. It's about to go down, let me tell you. It is our year. I know we say that every year, but it is this year. Just, just, Just wait on it. Just wait. I don't even want to hear no shit from you, Sterling. It's not football season yet, so just wait on that shit. We got Black React. You already know it's going down. Grammys and the AI. They're starting to allow some AI shit. We're going to be talking about that. You already know we got to talk about Adam22 and Lane of the Plug. But where we're going to start off first is Netflix's hit reality show comes back with a season five. Yes, I am talking about Too Hot to Handle. Season five, episodes one through four have released, and we're here to recap it all first. Sterling, I just want to know what your initial thoughts. Who were the baddies that caught your eye at first? Are we liking the first couple patches? Do we like what's going on? Is the drama good? Are the characters good? Do we feel yeah. like it's going to be an entertaining season? What are your first I thoughts? Love how we're, I love how we're calling them characters because they're real people, but it seems like they're legitimately characters because the way producing makes them. Um... But nah, man. Uh, yeah, I saw the drop this past weekend. Obviously, you know I'm a reality show love, reality show stan. Um, I mean, bro, first things first. Like, if we're just talking about baddies or, like, whatnot, like, honestly, they did a good job in, like, casting, like, really just some really good-looking women, like, all together. They always do. It's called Two Out to Handle, like. Very I mean, diverse group, too, I feel like. Yeah, healthy diversity. I, th- I mean, like, every single one of them, like, is, like, bad in their own right like they got their whole like thing like um the slightly darker skinned girl i can't remember her name off the top of my christine? head christine christine is a ting bro oh my a god ultimate fucking ting bro i'm i'm fucking with christine heavy she seems like she's got like she's got like a really healthy like demeanor about her like she's not like trying to be too much of a boss bitch and she's also got like she seems really intelligent and like she's obviously good looking I mean, her, and I mean, people might, like, people might get at me for this, but uh, the, the what do you call it, the brunette girl. Uh, the skinny one? From in- the skinny brunette Megan, girl, Megan, bro, Megan, Megan. Megan, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, she doesn't have, like, the body like a Hannah or, like, obviously, like, a Chris- Christine's got, like, the body, too, but... Um, and even like somebody like the the blonde girl with the blue eyes, like those shits are crazy. Her eyes are piercing. Elise, um, yeah, yeah, Elise is crazy. Um, but nah, those are my two top ones, like just looks wise. And then obviously Christine for me is like ultimate wife be like just look like just from what I could see on TV. Um, and yeah, Megan has just got like that. I've got a soft soul for like brunettes in general, but like she's got like a good soul. You can like just tell like. She on the wrong show. Like she don't need to be on reality TV. She ain't built for that shit. Like <laughs> she's not built for that shit, bro. I feel so bad for her. Uh, but in my boy Louie, bro, shout out you, bro. You already had you had three things off the rip wanting to be with that you. That shit was nutty. That shit was nutty. 
And then this man goes and proceeds to say, I'm going to go and tell him I want to sleep in all day beds and had to make a choice. And he ended up going with Hannah. But like Hannah's not a bad, like she said, she's just a little too fake in the face for me. I mean, she's not bad looking girl, but like she just is typical Cali girl at this point. Like it is what it is. But drama wise, I mean, dude, it's brought every single ounce. And then with the new arrivals, bro, I am, I love a Latina. <laughs> love a good arroz or oz you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes i love a good la, la, latina uh they <laughs> they just bring the fire man they really do just bring the fire every single time it does not matter if it's a girl or a guy they always bring the fire and i love what's going on now can't wait for this week in the new episodes definitely we'll be watching those this week but i want to see what your initial thoughts are we can kind of dig into some little uh tidbits on kind of what's been going on in the first four episodes here so first starts first thoughts right off the gate you know they started off on the yacht which i was kind of like hoping that that were, they were going to do a whole thing with the yacht i know they like they start off and they you know they're tricking them and whatnot but i was really kind of hoping the yacht would play a bigger part they gullible as hell by the, the way show. Bro. They so go they hell. gotta know do you think they know they that have to know Captain blower like Captain you, ha blower. you have to know like i feel like based off of the people coming in i will know and whatnot and like what's going on like Nah, they gotta know something's up or some shit because they be acting dumb. There's been five seasons and they all big as hell, yo. If you out here, as soon as I got out here and everyone's talking about, oh, we about to be smashing, there's not one reality TV show where niggas just be smashing hella left and right. So as soon as they tell me that, I, I know I'm on too hot. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, like, no, like, fuck they out of here. Told them like, hey, act like, act like you fucking surprised, please. They got to, they got to. So, and then as far as the females go, I'm, I'm right there with you. I thought Christine was the best. She's got a very like natural kind of, uh, I want to say earth, earthy look. vibe to her, but she's not like, I don't think yeah. she's earthy, but just kind of like soulful, I guess. And I don't know. She, yeah. Something about her was really caught my eye from the beginning. She was feeling with Louie and all that shit. And you, you know, that three-way triangle with Hannah. I mean, Hannah's obviously like, you know, she's what society deems as extremely attractive. Yeah, body-wise, her body's crazy. Her body, she's tight. She's tight for sure. But you know, face-wise, yeah. you know, obviously a beautiful girl, but just not really kind of my speed. If I'm being honest, like you said, I like the more natural look, which is kind of why I'm leaning towards Christine out of all the females. But I really do like enjoy the diversity of the females that they brought in. You know, you got Christine, yeah. nice, natural, soulful black woman. You got uh, Megan coming in here, like you said, Burnett. She just kind of seems like a very sweet girl from overseas. Uh, very. She's also like, I mean, obviously she got some stuff to her, but she's also kind of got a natural feel to her as well. Super yeah. sweet, super lo like loving. I feel like she's just a good vibe to be around. Uh, Hannah, you got your, you know, your societal total babe, you know, what society tells us is a babe, kind of like the magazine cover. She's going to be like the picture perfect girl that like, is easily marketable on too hot to handle kind of standards. Yeah. And then like we were talking about with, um, with Elise, you know, in her own kind of like blonde, she obviously seems like she goes for a beachy type vibe. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. She, she's kind of enticing in her own ways. The blue eyes are kind of crazy, but I also kind of fuck crazy. with her like chill vibe at the same time. So I think the diversity on that level is pretty good as far as the girls goes. And then, the guys, you know, I feel like they're also pretty diverse in their personalities. Louis, Louis Fort Black, 
I ain't getting no love though, bro. Like he ain't getting. No, can we no can we unpack that? Because that is like my biggest bone to pick with too hot to handle. That be pissing me the fuck off. And why is it? So I I need to know if you've also noticed this. And anyone who's listening to this, put this in the comments because every time I listen, you know, I always root for the dark skinned niggas because I see myself in them i'm like i'm living vicariously through you my bro so i want you to go out there succeed yeah. pull as much as you want to but my fucking pet peeve what always gets me every single time is that every single dark-skinned nigga wants to play the fucking sex police role and don't want to get none on his own i don't know why they always play that role they always on the who's out here sleeping with who did you kiss somebody did you Nigga, how about you kiss somebody? It ain't that much damn money. You ain't about to be rich off this shit. It's 200K split between 10 goddamn people. You might get 20K before taxes, and you know they all about to be kissing and shit, so it ain't going to be 200K. You're going to split like 150, 120K. Bro, you ain't going home with shit. You might as well have fun with it. So I don't understand why Dre out here policing niggas and ain't trying to get none. I, I didn't see him talk to one chick not all four episodes all four episodes he ain't talking yeah, it's, to nobody it's, it's like bro like i mean look you know i'm i'm a real person like i understand and we all know race and ethnicity come into come into play when you are talking about dating people like it is what it, it is what it is like you can't avoid it like if and it's first off red flag for any brothers or just people in general brothers specifically bro if a girl or if a girl says to you and she ain't black I don't see color. You need to leave right now. She is fetishizing your shit in front of you, like right in front of your face. And she and you let her, bro. I promise you that shit is not going to work out. It's just what it is. But on that point, bro, like, I mean, Dre, like, he seemed like a cool dude. Like, I mean, and no offense to short kings. Like, bro, I'm like, I'm not a short guy, like respectfully, like, and he just look hella short because all the other dudes are like, I mean, one of the niggas is like six four, bro. Like, he look, I mean, bro, he looks small. Like, and he's not like, and he's definitely the. I will put it out there, like he's the most least attractive guy there. Like, just from a baseline perspective. But bro, that does base, not matter though. No, that that's what I'm saying. Matter. Like, he's what, he's thinking girls are gonna come up to him. Like, I remember his intro was like, "Oh, I never have to wear." I'm like, bro, like these are baddies, bro. Like they like. They got dudes chasing them. Like, they never have to worry about a dude, like, a girl. Like, they never have to worry about chasing some guy. Like, if you getting chased by them, like, you got to be on, like, top 1% looking people in the world. I don't care how short you are or how tall and muscular all the other niggas are. When you got niggas like Hunter, if you can't outriz the nigga like Hunter that just be talking about, I wonder if I can climb this tree, talking he cheesy, can't hold a conversation in a fucking date. If you can't out no if you can't outriz a nigga like that, bro, get your ass off the show. You ain't him. You you really yeah, ain't him, bro. Like him. it's still That's why he lost, bro. Like that's you're what, short, like, you're short, my bro. And like, you know, it's sometimes short kings don't get their love. You're short. Everyone else is tall, they're big. So you're not going to get the initial, ooh, la, la, Dre. You're not going to get that. You have to pull in a little bit more work personality-wise, and you have to be a little bit more outgoing if you're trying to step up to the plate. But I feel like all he got to do is be the funny, exciting nigga, and he going to pull at least one of them. Yeah, more bare minimum, bro. Bare freaking minimum. Like, I mean, look, 
your chances with most women in, in general is to get like one in like 10. Like realistically, unless you are literally a supermodel and you got all this other stuff going on. For average guy, like one in 10 is like your best bet. And that's stretching it, to be honest with you. Like it's honestly more like 5%. Um, but let's just back that up. Hunter, bro, this is what I'd be talking about with girls, right? Women, <laughs> I don't want to call you girls, so you aren't you aren't you aren't children. I already know where you're going with this, bro. and I'm I appreciate you fucking going down this rabbit hole. Like, bro, first off, dude, he's a handsome guy. Like, he's a very like uh, uh like societally attractive man. Like he is conventionally attractive. Bro, but he can't hold a conversation. He can't talk to a freaking child who would give you back whys more often they're going to give you actual answers to questions. Why, like, you will go out and have sex with dudes like this on a daily basis, on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis, and be, like, proud of yourselves as a, as a woman. And be like, oh, like, yeah. Like, I'm like, dog, like, I get, we're in the, it's in the flesh. It's a, Sex is a flesh, flesh sin, like, on our regard, like, when it's out of wedlock. But, bro, ain't no way. If I'm a girl, like, and he starts talking to me, bro, I'm going to feel fucking slow. Like, <laughs> bro, he's an air like, fucking head, bro. He's like, I don't even bro, know. Like, like, he literally had to be six four and super jack to even like make it in life, dog. Like, because he has like, nothing else not going for anywhere, him. bro. Like, you're not making it anywhere, like, dude. Like, even if he went to college, like, he'd probably get into an interview and they'll be like, yeah. So, like, what? Like, tell me about yourself. Well, um. Yeah, like, I wonder, like, if I could, like, be able to, like, climb Mount Everest or something. Like, <laughs> Do you think yeah. I could balance this pencil on my finger? Like, <laughs> like that's what I'm just saying. Like, ladies, like, y'all want to have this respect for yourselves, which you rightfully deserve, right? But you be fucking dudes like this, like, and be thinking we need to continue to, like, over, like, give you the utmost respect like bro like i the, the bar is low in term, terms of riz bro and girls like I, I i want guys for personality brother like cap. brother cap like brother like please don't tell me that lie like there's guys like adam for example is the guy that he got like stole away elise basically from hunter like adam's a good looking guy i don't think he's conventionally as good looking as hunter is but like alex she literally or Alex, sorry, not Adam. I'm thinking Adam 22. Shout out you, my boy. We'll get to you. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but like Alex, bro, like he's got a little bit of game. It's not even game. His game sucks too. But like, it's nah, his game than mad Hunter. corny too. But like, it's got some substance to it. Yeah, she literally, at least, literally said like, I find myself like he's funny. Like, I feel like I can connect with him and have a conversation. And like, Hunter's just like, oh, like we're like this dude. There it is. That's the click. That's the link, bro. Because like. At this point in your lives, like, for the ladies out here that are in their 30s, like, still trying to find a, a man for the rest of their lives, like, look, ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Just be for, for the fact of the matter is, it's like, if you hear this, this adage ever, you should know it's true. You attract what you are. Like, you attract what you are how you feel like if you're a happy person you are more likely to attract happy people it's an inner internal manifestation and for these girls on the show like somebody like megan megan's not going to find anybody on the show that she's going to continue to like actually pursue something after the show i guarantee you if she sticks to her roots the way that she speaks on the show like the way that they portrayed her like she will find her a good man bro like a real solid guy 
like a genuine guy. Some of these girls in the show, Hannah, I, I hate to come over your head right now like this, bro. <laughs> like you are, you are going to find trash dudes all the time because you are acting like trash. Like you get disrespected and you, it's almost like you like that shit. Like, I don't know what type of internal, no offense to daddy issues, but daddy issues you got, like you need to resolve them shits first. Like point blank, you don't. You need to be abstinent for the time being, or play with a toy or something. Like, cause you don't need to be messing around with no dudes, cause you are not built for it. I can tell, like off the cusp, girls be like, "Oh, guys can't tell." Yes, we can, bro. We can tell off rip. I want. I'm talking a lot, Mike. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just. It just be pissing me off. Be watching this, like sometimes I'm like, bro, like ain't no way this guy got more bodies than probably like, ten, like ninety five percent of the population. And he can't even talk to a fucking tree. Like, he, he really, he's got nothing to say. He's got nothing to pull off of the whole time. And Elise knows from the jump, the whole time she's like, Alex is funny and we can speak and have conversations. And, you know, with Hunter, we don't talk about anything, but he's just so big and muscular. I'm like, is that really like all you got? Like, I'm like, dude, come on. And then. And I'm like, and even from Megan's perspective, she's over here filling on Alex while she's literally sitting next to him in the bed, watching this nigga watch Elise the whole time and smile at this bitch. And she's over here convincing herself, oh, he likes me. I'm like, there ain't no way you think that this nigga is fucking with you. And now listen to me, Dre. Dre, you should have two eyes and you should see that Alex wants Elise and he ain't giving Megan the proper attention. Why aren't you swooping exactly. in, my boy? Why aren't you swooping in? Because you know what Dre's doing now? The last thing we saw Dre do was share a bed with Hunter's big ass. And so you know, he ain't got no room on that goddamn bed, probably hanging off the side of the bed, waiting and just hoping some girl picks him, hoping whatever new chick come in, he's going to be able to swoop in. Nah, she already got her eyes on somebody. And so you're going to have to do one thing. But, you know, Dre, man, niggas... Niggas, I know we love money. We out here for a come up. But, bro, the real bag is going in there, playing the villain role, and, like, having everyone fuck with you as a character. The bag is being in the character. Because then you get more roles afterwards. You can be on the perfect match when they're trying to pull from people. You can be on different shows. Like, bro, stop worrying about that little chump change you're going to get for being on the show, my boy. That little chump change ain't yeah, shit. Don't get me wrong, bro. Like, if somebody got me on the show and said, hey, we're going to split between 10 people, 10K, like, you'll get that out of cash. At the time, you'll come out with, like, 7,500. Like, yeah, I'm going to be, like, on it, on it. Like, you know, I won't be, like, crazy on it, but I'll be like, yeah, like, don't you want to get some cash? But, like, realistically, bro, like, Dre, you probably got the best game in there, bro. Like, you probably have the best he game. He probably in there does. He probably like, has the best just, personality in the whole house. And you, all you gotta do, like, look, and then I gotta, I gotta shout out Louis, bro. You, you, I mean, I don't know if you light skin or mixed. I don't know what he looked mixed to me, but like, bro, your game is like, you game is just you, you, you a fucking light skin brother, bro. Like, you play <laughs> semi, semi pro football or uh, soccer, like, brother. Like, we know you a good looking dude. Like, girls are going to fall all over you. Like, you're just dumb. Like, you are just dumb, dumb like, bro. You know, you don't know how to manage his things, like, and he's like, "Oh, like this is why I get cheated on," and this. I'm like, "You ain't getting cheated on. Stop fucking lying." Nigga. Like, <laughs> not at all, bro. That's, 
He said that shit. I was like, bro, I don't even feel for you not one fucking bit. He was the one nigga that tried to have a sob story. Like, we didn't just see you tell three bitches that you sleep with them in their bed. Like, he's like, this. Don't try to get me with that shit, bro. Like, I ain't even even that type of guy. I'm not that gullible. Like, I ain't as gullible as you to think I was on a show trying to have sex with every person on the show. I'm going to tell you something, though. That boy from Jersey or New York or whatever he does, the, the banker, the guy that works in finance, whatever his name is. I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's a handsome brother, bro. That's a handsome dude. I can't remember his name off the top right now. That's a handsome motherfucker. Uh, what's it? Where is he at? Uh, Luke or Isaac? Isaac. Oh, Isaac. Bro. The one that's with the yeah, yeah, with the sister. With the with with Courtney. I'm like brother. Well, not anymore. Oh. <laughs> He's with the Latina yeah. now. And, and bro, like honestly, Latinas are everybody's weaknesses, bro. I don't care what you say is your weakness. Everybody's weaknesses that aren't Latino, like it's literally everyone's. They're the spiciest. They are literally the best flirters. That girl said it just right. I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she had said it just right. They are the best flirts, the best. They got the spice. They got the sass. They got everything you want in a lady in a flirtatious manner. And then a lot of them are real down to earth once you get to know them, low key. Like that's the difference, and they're also America. They're also the world's mousetrap. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm just being dead ass. Latinas are the world's mousetrap because they'll hit you with that spice. They'll hit you with the good flirt, and next thing you know, you pop. You got five little munchkins running around rolling their R's and shit, and <laughs> you had no clue how the hell that shit happened because it's super soaked out there like nah they, they, we love latinas but be careful because they are the world's mousetrap if you try to chase the cheese you will get caught my nigga you will get caught they got the they got the grip bro and they and they they be <laughs> on top of the shit i mean and I, look and that's not even like and for the ladies out there listening you be like oh my god it's so like ill like no like <laughs> bro like nah that shit you look at look at the evidence they're fertile they're very fertile my nigga Isaac said, I'm not turning my head unless it's a Latina. And lo and behold, and, up with a Latina. and he's like, and I love how they were on the date, bro. This shit cracked me up. This is how I tell you how dumb this dude is. Got on the date. I knew she was Latina off her name. Her name is Yaz. They call her Yaz or what? I think it's Yaz. Yeah. Like Yaz, Yasmin. Um, she's from Colombia or Uruguay. She's Uruguay. Um, and that they introduce themselves and like he's like yo are you latina and she's like yeah he's like oh my gosh and i'm like bro how do you not know she was latina bro like <laughs> do you not look at her do you not take one look and then they got that free pass that day that boy was going crazy he said let's just go he basically was like let's just fuck out here like i mean honestly bro i mean honestly i mean she's like personally she's not the craziest like she's not the best looking girl in the house in my opinion no nah. but i Oh, she got chat. She can flirt, bro. Like I was like watching through the screen. I'm like, damn. Like she kind of like <laughs> she gave you. Like, you got goosebumps yeah, on got, you, shit. Like damn. Because like they're bold, brother. Like old women for the women out there, like wondering how to get a man to be bold, bro. Be bold, men love it. Like we all love it. And like honestly, the show right now. I mean, I'm super pumped for the next few episodes that are coming out this weekend. Um. I think that this might be one of the better seasons as long as Louis doesn't get stay loyal because that boy, if he stays loyal, it'll, ru- it'll honestly ruin the show because uh, he got the most, like, all the all the women want him. Uh, 
and then I don't think he will. Move. I think we saw some previews with Christine kind of turning her head, which is why I do think that this has potential to be one of the better seasons because yeah. there's not one good couple in the house. And that's what kind of ruins the season. Like the best looking people usually mesh up at the beginning and just stay with each other. And that's just boring as fuck, yo. Have fun. It is not that much money you about to go home with. You might as well have fun. Everyone's going to break rules. Why why you just going to sit there and like get your let them take your money away and not break no rules? Like have fun. Yeah. They're going to get a bag after it. Like, I know Louie already getting a bag. Like he already getting a bag under like under Oh, Louie's going to be on the perf- the next perf- season 2 of Perfect Match. I put money yeah, on like, it right here. He's he's on that yeah. already. And they're going to somehow pull Francesca's like ho ass back up there again. <laughs> She's going to be up there. She's like, "Oh, I'm feeling Louie like that type of thing. I'm just excited. I'm just ex- I'm just excited to see like kind of what what it all looks like because personally, from my like, outside looking in, like obviously, I mean, I'm not as good looking as any of them people, right? Like respectfully, like maybe Dre. I'm sorry, Dre. Like I, I'm sorry, bro. Like, bro, dude, why you got through our one nigga like that, bro? <laughs> I mean, bro, like you like you like might be five six, bro. Like you look like a midget out there. Like I might just get you on the height. That's it. Nah, and, they and they just tall to- ass niggas, bro. And, and and then you ain't gonna put your game out there. You already lost like, like points on the scale, brother. Like, I mean, off the top. Listen, there ain't like, not. I'm, there's not one shot I share a bed with another nigga on that show. If if we nah, ain't no got way. another bed, I'm sleeping outside, bro. And like, there's not one shot at all. Or I'm out here fucking talking to every single chick, doing whatever I can to where we. Yo, you can't sleep with me for one goddamn night. Like, <laughs> I'm not sleeping with no I'm nigga. That, bro, like share. Sharing the bed, I, I I feel like if I was like, yo, like, hey, like, for example, like, I think Megan and Hannah slept together, bro. Honestly, Andre or Dre, like, bro, Hannah's an easy bag, bro. Like, slide over there, like, get 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 Megan out of that bed. She's sad girl over there. Like, let her go cry in the bathtub and shit with the cucumbers on her eyes, and like, you can like bag Hannah like right there. You can probably bag her first night type shit. No oh yeah, disrespect Hannah. Here's the playbook, Dre. No look, go to Hannah. If you want Han, if Hannah's the one you got eyes on, just do some stupid shit and just be a nigga, bro. I swear to God, she'll love you just because you a nigga. On God, because nobody's got nigga energy in that house. Even Louis ain't got nigga energy. He got light skin energy. If he come in there and just be a nigga, make her giggle. Hannah's yours. If Megan's the one you got eyes on, she clearly just wants somebody to pick her first. Just give her dummy attention, and she'll stick with you yep. until the next tall nigga comes in and swoops your bitch. <laughs> but at least you ain't got to sleep with Hunter for the time being. <laughs> A black dude they brought in, bro. That boy, I mean, bro. I don't know his name off the of T.O.P., but, like, that black dude might turn some heads. Like, bro, he just got that look. He got the broad shoulders. He's a model. Like, he dark-skinned fella. Like, I mean, like, bro, I'm rooting for him. Like, Dre, I can't even root for you because you ain't even put in the work. Like, at least he was putting the work with Christine out there. Like, he was grinding. Like, first of all, I mean, second of all, if, like, Christine might be taller than me, low-key, because she do look hella tall. Um, but that's aside from the point. I do – I will say, bro, like, this – I, I can't wait to talk about the next few episodes of this shit. And I pray to God, Dre, if you somehow see this, like, I know this is all pre-filmed and shit, but, like, please, like, please, my man. Like, don't think people in real life just going, like, you really are, like, being a wussy, bro. Like, don't be pussy out there. Like, respect. I know you're from ATL. Like, you got that shit. You got that, you got that shit in your bag. Like, be a man, bro. Like, all these dudes, Hunter out here shooting this shot with no game. Like, none. <laughs> no he's got, game. He is delusional. 
This man is fucking delusional, bro. Like, Yo, Dre, you just as ripped, bro. I'll just do Hunter's game for all. All he does is, and he ain't got shit to say. Just fucking Beach Boy, and fucking all Alex's game is is play with his hair and do fucking push-ups, my nigga. You could do some goddamn yeah. push-ups in front of a chick. Like, what you doing? Last, last, last point I want to make, and we can move on after this. But I want to get your least favorite guy and least favorite girl right now and then also favorite guy favorite girl i think we kind of gave our favorite girl already but like you can rehash however you like okay uh least favorite guy off rip is probably hunter he's just got like nothing to him like bro i couldn't chill with this nigga at all like i'd just be we just be sitting there and i'd be like yo what you been up to and he'd be like bro you know you know, I just be, you know how I be. I'm like, all right, nigga. <laughs> all right, we gonna have to go somewhere else. I don't even know what to fucking do with your big ass out here taking up hella room on the couch and shit. Like, move your dumb ass over. Um, least favorite chick. Mm. That's tough. I think the pool of girls are like really good. And I feel like, honestly, we only got to really know a, a few of them. Um, yeah. Damn. I'm gonna do Just a controversial pick. Off 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 rip. I'm gonna go Hannah. I think Hannah's my least favorite. I feel like just off the basis that like I don't think that me and her would like mesh like that. I mean, she's obviously she's tight, yo. So she's she's good on her body's good on the eyes, but I just feel like personality-wise, she just she kind of a bimbo. And I just I don't be fucking with bimbos. So that's that's gonna be my two least favorites. What about your favorite girl or your favorite guy? Favorite guy. We already said favorite girl. Uh, yeah. Uh, favorite guy. Let's see. I'll probably go favorite guy. Favorite guy. I guess I'm riding with fucking. I guess I'm riding with Louie. And that's just because he's the most entertaining. He's actually giving me some shit. He's giving me everything to talk about for this podcast. So. You know, yeah, I do yeah, appreciate yeah. you for giving me content to speak on on a week to week basis. So I'm going to go with Louie, even though he played his cards completely terrible, my bro. You ain't have to go for all three of them at once. Like you could have just played your part play, with boy. one and then gone to the next one and it'd been much smoother. But those that's that's what I got. Well, let me hear yours. Yeah, my least favorite guy. I mean, I don't want to jump on the bandwagon with Hunter. I really, really don't. Like, I'm just thinking, like, bro, like, you really do suck. Like, you suck. <laughs> like, you're a loser. You are a loser. If you are not 6'5", six, 6'4", six, blonde, and, like, conventionally handsome and good-looking, like, you would literally be a loser. Like, it is the most honest answer I can give you, brother. Like, what do you do for work? Like, I've got to ask. Like, are you working at a surf shop? And, and, no and those little that, fish flops like, that he came in, bro? Oh my, oh my god, god. I, I was like this guy's a fucking loser i said it i literally was watching it and i said to myself like i'd be like watching like by myself and be like damn this dude's a fucking loser like damn why the fuck they do that like i was like this dude's a fucking loser like i was either thinking he's gonna be like the coolest nigga in here because he don't give a fuck or he's just gonna be a downright he's fucking delusional, typical bro. he's beast dude He's a fucking delusional motherfucker, bro. Like, I don't know who need, who dropped you. I don't know how many times your mom dropped you when you were a kid, bro. Because there was definitely some damage. <laughs> he said, this date's going real good. She definitely going to pick me. I'm like, bro. Are, can you read the room, bro? Like, 
she didn't even she looking off to the side like the cameramen are literally showing her looking off to the side like not even like engaged like brother like don't even try to stop like fucking delusional men they're worse than a delusional woman because they just are really just dumb like they really don't know what the fuck is going on um least favorite girl mm. Mm, mm, mm. least favorite girl mm. I guess I low-key am going to go with Elise. And I think Elise is a gorgeous girl. Like, just looking at her. I think Elise is one of them girls where, like, she even said it. Like, she's like, kind of, like, low-key, like a pick-me girl. Like, she wants to, for everybody want her. But, like, she doesn't want them when they want her. She literally said it. And it's like, bro, like, I ain't even trying to, like, fuck with that. Like, I don't fuck with that. Like, as a guy or a girl, like, you're an adult. Like, have an idea at least. Like, I don't know to choose from Hunter. The fact that she strung Hunter along that long and she didn't realize this man has no riz, no game, no whatsoever. You don't know how to flirt. It's like he's like 13 again back in middle school looking at the pretty girl and trying to ask her out. Like, you just got something wrong with you for you to be honestly on that. But then my favorite guy, I don't want to say Louis. I low-key want to say Isaac. And I don't and my reasoning is, is Isaac's that Louis, cool. yes, he's given a lot. Yeah. Isaac is that type of dude. Like, I would only be friends with him. He wouldn't be my tight, tight circle. Like, he would not be in there because he'd be like throwing toxic shit. Like, yeah, my girl doing it. He'd be like, yeah, bro, you should just like leave her on red for five days. Promise you that shit's going to work. Like, he's that type of nigga. Like, <laughs> but I fuck with him. Like, I would fuck with him as like a friend, like to go out with and like hang out. Like, do like just dumb shit together with because he's that type of dude and obviously like he chose a black girl to go with i gotta respect him with him not being black he kind of sees the cracks because a lot of folks don't see that that's for all my that's for all my black queens out there for the ones that are listening like we see you i see you trust me i see you uh, isaac seen you whole different and he honestly looked better than me so i'm mean, gonna like you know that's a whole different world. you know it would be but, a good fucking um, uh idea for two out the handle you kind of just like spark this idea in me it'd be really fucking yeah. cool if like they got a friend group of guys and a friend group of girls and have them do too hot to handle like the whole set of niggas knew each other and they were a crew and the whole set of chicks knew each other and were a crew and they were just like on some like i mean that, um, that would be uh, fire bro uh, that'd be fire bro but you gotta like and the two chicks, the, the the groups don't know each other. It's like just random. Yeah, yeah, random groups. But the but the groups of guys know each other. And the groups of girls know each other. Bro, that shit would be drama. Cause think about it, bro. Like a bro is like hitting like because they're gonna ask like girls are gonna be girls, guys are gonna be guys. Guys are honestly low key. Guys are obviously competitive and very like territorial, just as much as women. Women are typically more territorial, in my opinion, than men are. Just oh yeah. To be honest, just they just aren't out there like that. Like imagine like if I'm like. Yo, like Mike, who you feeling? Like we're feeling the same girl type shit. I'd be like, oh, bet, like let the best man win. I'd be kind of salty if you like you got her, but I'd be like, damn, like all right, fuck, like but girls, bro, like oh yeah, I'm feeling Mike, like and the two three girls trying to go after Mike, and like he chooses one of them. The other two girls, bro, they would be in a whole bag trying to like almost like sabotage that shit. Like oh no, like that's the thing about the females, like they gonna cross each other. Like they not even gonna seem yeah. like they're they're friends before this. Like 
They'll come in on some, like, I don't even know you, just completely cross you over some fucking hunter-ass airhead nigga, while the dudes are just gonna be like, damn, bro, like, cause I was really feeling her type shit, and just move on to the next one, but the chick's gonna really be crossing yeah. each other. You get your, right. I mean, you definitely be salty, like, I would definitely, I mean, I would definitely be salty if, like, one of my boys got the girl that I wanted, but, like, at the same time, I'm like, damn. Like, at least I want that deep with her, you know? Like, and, and there's, like, multiple options, too. Yeah. So, like, it's like, I didn't yeah, get that absolutely. one, but this other chick over here, she looks, you know, I can get over it quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, honestly, and for Netflix, if you're listening to us, um, first up, first things first, come to us, and I want to get paid. Yeah, uh, a little 10%. Idea. 10, 20%. Yeah, come just on. T- not even, t- bro, go 10. Like, 10 be, be, like, I'm going to over ask, like, 10%, 15, 15 be in the middle. Or just like, sponsor, just sponsor the pod and let us talk about it on a week to week basis. I would do it. No questions asked. No questions asked. But yes, obviously a lot of stuff in the relationships over on Too Out to Handle, man. We absolutely love reality TV, especially this type of shit that Netflix be coming out because they just be coming out with gas sometimes when they come out to these shows. I mean, I'm like, excuse me, the casting, I love, like you mentioned earlier, the casting for this season has been great, diverse, definitely a good back, mixed bag. And I'm excited to see who else they bring on for new arrivals. I'm trying to see some rule breaks. I'm trying to see somebody has some set up there. You know what I'm saying? Who gonna have set first? Because um, I already know if I'm in if I'm in there with a girl and like I can't even like get get myself off like I'm actually connecting with her like it's not there's no way I'm not having some self gratification. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you, bro. Like it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Either she gonna do it or I'm gonna do it. Like it's it's somebody gonna have to pull the trigger. But speaking of getting off, huh? Man, <laughs> we gotta speak of it. Yeah. God, man, I feel bad for even like having to talk about this for my man. Look, man, I shouldn't have to explain the situation. Adam 22, bro, let his recently married, like recently married to this woman, but she is a former, or I mean, I guess she's technically current porn star or porn star, um, let in the plug. He let his wife, her wedding, this is her wedding present, by the way. She wanted this, like, she asked for this. Yep. Um, let Lena the plug sleep with another man for her OnlyFans content. And for those that don't know, like Adam Twenty Two has got this thing now with his wife. Um, they'll bring her on like the what's it called now? The what whatever they're like. Uh, OnlyFans. plug talk. Their podcast, plug talk. Yeah, plug talk. Like plug talk now is basically like, they'll do like a podcast for like a, not even like twenty minutes. Like, bro, they'll get like porn stars up there or porn stars up there. Uh get like all types of OnlyFans models, things like that, and they'll get up there basically they're they're gonna fuck Adam and Lena or they're gonna fuck just Adam or they're gonna just fuck Lena. Like they're getting free bodies like and they're kind of doing it together. So it's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. I ain't gonna lie. It's kind of cool they can do that. Um but the fact this man Adam 22 let Lena the plug sleep with another man and not just any man bro. Not just any man bro. Like y'all need to go look at the like I don't, I'm not condoning anyone to watch explicit content if they don't want to. But like, bro, like dog, like I just saw a clip, a clip, and my man that she was trying to fuck with and that she fucked with is <laughs> that's a horse dick, bro. That is a horse. That is a horse dick. And apparently, I watched his interview after. Like he does, like they do, like a conve- confession. Yeah, bro. He was talking some. Crazy. He was talking nuts, bro. Nuts, bro. Uh, but I want to get your 
your initial thoughts like on it, Mike? Like, obviously, this is her wedding gift. She has the history. She was in the uh, like exclusively in the in the corn industry. Um, but if you were Adam Twenty Two, like in his shoes, would you give in to her this like honestly, in my opinion, absurd wedding gift? It ain't like he didn't. He wasn't there like watching it. No cuckold shit. But like he let this shit happen. Like he like they paid like he paid to let this happen. Like, this is a thing. So I want to see your thoughts, man. Man, oh, man. Listen, listen, listen. Because sometimes we get in trouble for guys always get bitched at for double standards. And this standard is just going to have to be doubled, my nigga, because there ain't no shot in the hell. I do not give a fuck. Listen, her. you can say she was an OnlyFans. It's her profession. Her whole, this is the first time she's fucked another dude on her OnlyFans. So obviously her profession ain't fucking dudes. She's made every last dime either fucking with another bitch, fucking with herself, or fucking with my man Adam22, which he ain't my man because I, that dude, you know, he's questionable, but I just had, it was just a form of speak. But uh, anyways, beside the point, she made all of her bread without fucking another dude so i don't want to hear that she's a porn star she's an only fans profession get all that shit out of there bro because that don't make that don't make no sense to me no sense adam dog listen to me my bro i know you are well off i know you adam's probably like when it comes to no jumper is a huge podcast when it comes to like pop culture hip-hop podcast Adam 22 might be up there. He's definitely top three on net worth and the money he's bringing in from his podcast. It is five, huge. Mil, five mil net worth, five mil net worth just off the like that's just based off of him, his podcast hip hop culture uh, effect he's had over the time. That's not even counting his porn star money, bro. And I know they are raking in cash from that shit. They literally signed Sky Bree, who's like one blowing up as one of the most like big she's like the next like lana rose riley reed type porn stars supposedly and they're raking in cash signing Shit chicks crazy. signing chicks and he's over here like yeah i'm gonna let her fuck my bitch bro bro i know he thought it was a good idea i know you said one time i'm gonna rake in that cash adam adam bro adam listen i know when you watch that clip my dog because i've seen the pictures of her eyes rolled back Apparently he he told her he told her he said look she cause she he, he hit her up and was like I'm in town let's do it today she wanted to wait two three months my nigga Jason said I'm in town I'm beating that shit up today are you free and Lena was like Adam I gotta go and you know take this and shit and Adam wasn't even prepared for that he was like all right his only request no kissing no facial you know what this bro did. Bro, pop one right inside her, and she ate that. Sh I'm like, bro, are we? What are we doing here? If I was Adam, I'm fucking fired up, mad. There's no way in hell I'm letting her do that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, we made enough money doing what we do. If you want me to stop, like, fucking other chicks, then okay, we can we can stop that. Your OnlyFans bag's gonna suffer because of it. But like we could stop that too. But you ain't taking this you ain't taking this horse and over here and then have him on interviews talking about how he's beating it up and how I ain't giving it to nah 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 nah. We we just not we just not doing it. I'm sorry. That boy, that, all right, so there's two things I want to talk about. 
one, like I said, I do not necessarily, I'm not asking any of you to go watch explicit content, like point blank. I'm not like, but like, if that's not your thing, if you feel uncomfortable, like whatever, like I get it, like nothing wrong with that. But for the sake of this segment on our podcast, I 1000% think you should to understand what I am talking about. Like, I want to let you guys know. So Adam 22 is interviewing uh, Jason Love, who was the guy that she ended up having sex with. He is a big ass black nigga, bro. I mean, he is huge. He's tatted up. Like, I mean, he is a big motherfucker. He's like a he's like a massive 21 Savage. Literally, if you look at him, he's a massive 21 Savage. He got the little knife between his eyebrows, all just just like 21. Like literally. And like he's like, man, like, thank you. Like Adam thanked him. Nah, dude, that's some beta <laughs> shit. I ain't never, ever, ever. It's like, bro, this shit's worse than cheating. This shit's worse, worse than cheating, bro. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> bro, he's, I saw the clip of him saying thank you to Jason. He's like, yeah, man, like, no problem. Like, and, and, and you could tell Jason's uncomfortable because she's doing the podcast with Adam, like they're you know doing cross table, and they've got Jason on like a video call or something, and like talking to him, and he's like, and he's like, how was it, bro? I'm like, ain't no way I'm asking a nigga how was my wife, how was my wife when you were inside of her, like, and I don't, I, I guarantee, I almost guarantee you, Adam has not had sex with that woman ever since that ha- has happened. The wild part I is, Lena's already talking about doing it again, like, oh, we should do it again, but Adam, you can join. And she only inviting this nigga to make him feel better, but she don't give a fuck about Adam being there, like. In re- and, and the thing is, in reality, Lena, she holds the keys to everything, bro. Like, she runs that relationship. She runs every single part of it, and he is just a little simp that's cucking in the back. Like, ain't no way. First off, that's the first point I wanted to talk about. When they were interviewing Jason Love, like, after the fact, and he's saying, thank you, and how was it, and, like, talking. And you could tell that Lena, like, gets uncomfortable in the situation while they're talking about it. And Jason's like, yeah, he's trying to be cool. Like, he kind of, like, dumb, low-key. Like, he's just like, yeah, (laughs) man, like... Like, I'm like, bro, do you not feel uncomfortable at all right now? Like, but then the second point, he goes on this thing. It's called like a bus confession or whatever. They do it on this thing called, if, if y'all never heard of it for the folks that aren't. That interview is foul, them. bro. Foul. Dude, it's, it's like, if y'all want to hear some crazy shit, just start, just listen to it. Like on your ride to work, if you want to just be in a weird ass mood when you come to work, do it, bro. I promise you, you will be just like, damn, what the fuck? Um, but. With that being said, um, I think that honestly, bro, like he's talking, he's talking to the, the on the bus confession, whatever, saying, "Hold up, Mike, can you hear me?" Yeah. Oh damn, your head was down. I thought you didn't fell asleep. You could cut that, but um, <laughs> but nah, he's on this thing. It's a girl interviewing him, and like she seems like she's getting turned on by the way he's answering. Low key, bro, it's weird. It's weird as fuck. Like, I don't know if you oh, realize no. that, Mike. Yeah, she's fucking... She, she is loving like, this nigga, bro. She's like, she's like, oh, really? Like, oh, wow. This, all right, let me, let me give you ladies and men. Like, I mean, I've never had... Obviously, I'm a guy. I'm a straight male. I've never had, a, you know, a dick inside me, just respectfully. But for the ladies out there that have... That have fucked dudes, and I'm sure you fuck big and small, or you just fuck small, you fuck average size. Whatever, or just fuck big dudes. Who knows? Whatever your cup of tea is and how you've been shaking out, like this man described, he, she said, she asked this man, said, "How big is your dick?" 
He said nine and a half, ten inches. Like casual as fuck. <laughs> casual as fuck. Like he said, horse dick. But he said, you, you know, he's like, nah. But the crazy thing is, he said, the crazy thing is, it's like, like your wrist, like my in girth, my my dick is seven seven inches in girth. Seven fucking inches, my nigga, bro. <laughs> Brother, look at this. Look at this water bottle, bro. Look at my hand. I got pretty big hands. Like, <laughs> dude, that's just nuts. I mean, that's what's. I did a measurement, bro. This is about like seven and a half, roughly. Brother, that's brother. Funny. <laughs> Bro, he said that's the that's the crazy part. No, the crazy part is that you're nine and a half inches with seven inches of goddamn girth on top of it, my nigga. That shit's crazy. And and the thing is, he talked about a time, a couple times when women he had a lady tell him one time he pulled his dick out. I don't know if you saw this part when he said this shit. This yeah, shit yeah, yeah. Me up. She, he pulled his dick out. I guess he was already like ready to rock and roll. Like he was, he didn't need no fluffing or nothing. Uh, it was like casual sex with like somebody that's not in the industry, and he pulled his clothes off. She said, "Oh no, no, no! Put your clothes back on." Yeah, he said it wasn't happening. <laughs> she said, "Nah." He said that shit is not happening. One of my favorite parts of the Jason oh, Love video. Like they got something through. One of my favorite parts of that like confessions on the bus interview. Was like, yeah. There's a couple of highlights that I saw. Well, the first part is she dead ass asked this nigga, "Are you letting another dude do that?" And he was like, "Nah, cause I got one of the nah. best in the world. So what you need another dick for?" And I was like, "Damn, Adam had to see that and was heated." But like, he was talking so spicy on that whole fucking interview. So I don't know if you saw, like, Adam had a reaction video to it, and he was saying he was pissed off, like calling out, calling him out and shit. Saying like, yo, you blacklisted from ever fucking my wife again. I'm like, bro, Adam, she was blacklisted the moment she put that horse dick in her fucking like that was when he got blacklisted, bro. He blacklist your bitch, dog. Like, what are we talking about here? She was literally, literally black. <laughs> like, literally black. black. Like, what are we talking about? But no, that girl was definitely feeling the whole time. I I thought that he was just like trying to risk her up and it was gonna turn into a porn video on the interview on site. I was like, yo, what is going on right here? Nah, man. I, I mean, like to to for, to answer the question, ain't no fucking shot. I'm letting. I'm just letting some big ass horse dick nigga fuck my girl for a wedding present. Ain't no shot, bro. Like, Mike. Imagine me like come like. Imagine I'm a public figure. You're one of my boys, right? Like, you're one of my boys, boys. I'm like, yeah, I let my girl like fuck this dude, Jason Love. Like, that was her wedding, like her wedding gift. Like, you know, I know she really <laughs> wanted it. Like. I know you gonna look like what, what the fuck, nigga? Like, really? Like, you really <laughs> let that shit happen? And then went and said thanks and act like a little beta the whole fucking time after the fact. And then you were at hard and shit saying like, oh, like she, this nigga Jason Love said she ain't never had a dick like this in her life. Just respectfully said that shit about Adam. Like, look, yeah, Adam, you ain't got the di- you ain't got a dick like Jason Love. Most of us don't have a dick like Jason Love, brother. <laughs> that shit is nuts. And. We- like it's just what it is, and I'm the t- I'ma tell you, bro. Like the fact that Lena said a second time, and he said it was like a one time deal. Like Adam, like was saying, like at first, like a one time deal. This is like her wedding present. Like the fact that she bringing up a second time, and like you ain't got no no leg to stand on. Like you just sitting there, like <sighs> breathing all hard and shit. Like, oh, uh, what the fuck am I about to say to her? 
because in the at the end of the day, bro, like reality, like she kind of can use all the shit that you fuck other girls on the shit, like, and she can use it against you. And you're such a beta, like you're gonna allow it to happen. And like, he, he done open up the floodgates now. And Adam said, like, he literally told... Her legs are the floodgates, bro. Deadass. Deadass. Adam literally said, like, off this one video, like, everything included podcast, what, what the revenues brought from just this one incident, he has 10x'd what he's done with everything else that they've done. Like, so she literally could just bring that on some business shit and just be like... Yo, so I mean, like, I'm doing this again because, you know, we up, up, and you just gonna have to take that shit. And he's just gonna have to be like, bro, he's, I mean, Adam, you can get in there if you want to, but honestly, my boy, I wouldn't even get in there if I was you because you're gonna be looking stupid as hell. Why she ain't giving you no type of attention the whole time we in there. Like, so, nah, bro, you, like, you fucked I up. just need you to, I just need y'all to understand, like, when they, she took the photo, with this man, like, beside her, Jason Love, he is a big nigga, bro. Like, he is not a small dude. Like, he could play in the NFL. Like, he is huge. She was standing beside him, and literally, I, the girl in the interview said, that, yeah, like, I was watching uh, Lena give you, um, or give you, give you top, and, like, her whole mouth, I was like, oh, my God, this is just out of pocket. Like, this is just getting out of pocket. Like, I'm, I am sitting here like, bro, like, I don't even know, like, if you could even get hard for your girl no more, bro. Like, you can't even do that shit. Like, you're like, damn, like, I ain't gonna fill her up. Like, she got filled to the brim, brother. And she probably overflowed. Like, I don't even want, I have not watched the video. I'm not gonna watch the video because it honestly might be torture for me, like, indirect embarrassment secondhand embarrassment for my man adam 22 like bro i can't watch it like i wouldn't even watch it for the for the sake of the podcast that's how bad i don't want to watch she it. said she was in just... pain for a week or two afterwards <laughs> like like literally in pain like imagine having that conversation like y'all in bed y'all chilling it's late night adam over here like poking her and shit like hey baby you know like it's been a it's been a minute and she over here she's like nah i'm i'm in pain from jason like right then, I'm I'm hot. I'm <laughs> I'm hot as fuck right there. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, no. Nah, when's the next episode of Plug Talk? When's the next episode of Plug Talk? You ain't getting fucked at all. Like, who the fuck gonna be on this shit? Like, I need something, bro. Like, come like on, I'll bro. bring it. Like, everybody, we gonna have Lisa and Riley Reed. Everybody on the next episode of Plug Talk. <laughs> you go. Well, I need. Me. I need a damn orgy in this bitch. <laughs> I need. A like, I need about six bitches in here. Like, for real. Like, I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. In reality, I mean, for the folks that will be listening, YouTube, leave comments, uh, Spotify, like, leave leave comments on the Instagram, like, when all this stuff gets up, like, let us know what y'all think, because, like, I really want to get y'all's thoughts, guys and girls included, like, I really, really, really want to get an idea, because, like, honestly, this is one of those things, it's going to drag on for a minute, bro, because they are making bands, and they're going to keep pumping out content off this shit, like, he might not put a plug talk, uh, podcast slash sex video out for like a month and a half bro he don't need to bro. they eating off that video and apparently like, everyone like, on twitter saying it's hella mid too like it's a very basic ass mid video but like just the the story alone eating off that shit bro like look man hey for the guys out there that are cucks like and i don't mean to be rude and saying a cuck but you, honestly you a fucking simp if you let your girl cuck you like, look, y'all bitches, 
Y'all bitches. I'm sorry. Y'all bitches. I would beat your ass if you're a grown ass man with fucking five kids and you big as hell. I beat your ass because I know you're soft as hell. You're soft as hell. You ain't got no goddamn backbone. This shit is worse than cheating, bro. This shit is foul. That is the most disrespectful shit I've ever seen <laughs> online in my life. I have seen some trifling shit. And this is fucking just disrespectful, bro. Like, my nigga is talking about fucking your bitch on podcast, and you sitting here saying thanks. Ain't no way you catching my shit, and then try to back your shit up saying you blacklisted. Nah, let her go fuck him on the low. Don't worry, you won't even know. You, you'll just know when she can't when she, when she try to you try to fuck her and her shit loses the motherfucker. You're like, what the fuck happened? Like, what? Where the? I don't even feel nothing. Look like it feels like it's a black hole in here. Now you so, know you enter ultimate beta status when she don't even tell you. That she got these films set up you just see the next drop on only fans like oh hold up lana dropped a new video i ain't i didn't know we had a new video and she just getting pounded bro, by another like, nigga, bro. i <laughs> i ain't even trying to i ain't trying to like hold y'all like for real like if you're a dude that's into that that's your kink more power to you bro i never kink shame like anything because there's a lot of weird kinks on there i got some weird kinks but like dog this is not one of them. And it is unacceptable. If you are married to the... Oh, my God. I, I'm sorry. I, I lost composure for a second. Man, I, can't, <laughs> I can't... I can't even... Fight. Look, man, on a lighter note, I'm sorry, folks. Let, let us know your thoughts in the comment section below. Obviously, um, hit that like and subscribe for more content like this, etc. But and let us know on Instagram, Spotify, all the platforms you're listening on as well. Cause uh we we this shit is crazy. This shit is just flat out crazy. I can't like if and the funny thing is if we didn't have social media, bro, this shit would not be what it is right now. And I'm glad we fucking do. Because I talk about all the downsides to it, but this shit is too good. I go get on TikTok for five minutes and I'll see at least three fucking videos of this shit. Of them just dogging my man Adam 22 saying he a damn <laughs> bitch. So I can't even cap talking about some people that are some bitches. Just kidding. Uh, the NFL. Uh, <laughs> there's some bitch made niggas in the NFL too. I'm just going to put that out there as well. Probably. Um, but um, so if y'all don't keep up with the NFL too much, it's fine. Like it's, it's just getting back into it. Staquan Barkley, Josh Jacobs and Tony Pollard. Have not got a contract extension. Let me let me let me repeat that. Saquon Barkley. Yes, Penn State, New York Giants, Josh Jacobs, and Tony Pollard did not get a contract extension. For those that don't know what a contract extension, there is a clause in most contracts when you are a big superstar. Honestly, it's in every contract where they were the uh better call them business. Well, they technically are where the team has an offer to extend you for an X amount of dollars. They offer it to you. You can accept it or deny and go, go as a restricted free agent if you deny it. Or if they don't, they don't give it to you at all, you're un, unrestricted, point blank, um, if, if it's your last contract year. If it's not your last contract year, you still got to keep playing, but that's a side of the point. So recently, guys, there's been a new trend of like people not really giving running backs any more extensions off of their rookie deals um once they've kind of got that that franchise tag on them at least one time and the franchise tag is a whole different can of worms basically it means you get a 
bunch of other bonuses, et cetera, so on and so forth. Certain certain thing, clauses in your contract that give you X amount of power to do this, this, and this. You can look it up on your own. I'm not going to go into detail about it because I don't want to get into the weeds. But they are not receiving an extension. These guys that have obviously done well in the NFL at the highest level of football in the world are not getting extensions. First things first, got to ask, is this fair? And then we got to ask why it's happening. So, Mike, I want to get your feedback and kind of see where your head's at on it because I know you're a big NFL guy. I'm not as big of an NFL guy as you are, but I am right on the, right on the same path and, like, try to, try to make sure I'm up to date on it because this shit's crazy to me, to be honest. So, first question, we'll, we'll stay on the is it fair part and then we'll jump into why it's happening later on. So, but I'm just going to start off with, is it fair? And I might, I might get some pushback if, if that's okay, then, you know, I'll take it. This is just simply my opinion. All right. I think it's fair. I really do think it's fair. And like, what, what does fair even mean? Cause I think a lot of times we're, we're sitting back and we think, oh, is this fair? We also forget that NFL is a business. This is not like, this is not your high school basketball team or something Yo, our star player, he's not getting played. Like, why isn't he getting, why isn't he starting type shit? Like, you just play the best player all the time. No, no, all oh, college. Like, this guy, he he won the Heisman last year. Why wouldn't you, like, keep him on the team? No, no, no. This is a business. At the end of the day, the money's got to make sense. And these running backs, the game is kind of, it's being changed, it's being altered. And so everyone's up in arms because Saquon Barkley didn't get his money. Well, first of all, they offered him a contract. It wasn't the money he wanted. He turned it down, and he wants more money, and now they're not about to give it to him. But what have, we've seen this happen. We've seen this played out time and time again, and on my own Cowboys. So when it comes to Tony Pollard not getting his contract extension, it's because Jerry finally learned his lesson. We gave Ezekiel Elliott six years, $90 million. What happened right after we gave him that money? He stopped producing at a high level. It was literally, if you look at his yards per game every year, it was on a steady decline. And I was one of those people who was like, nah, Zeke deserves this money. He needs it. He's going to bounce back. He's just had some unlike, just a lot of bad circumstances that stacked up against him. He just needs a fresh start. But he was never able to get that juice back, and he's not the same back. Like So the game plan, he's, he's, he's just not the same back. And, you know, what, what we see is that these backs have such a short-term life, and we're not going to give you all this money just for you to get old on us mad quick. We, and, you know, to be, to be frank, you're replaceable. Yes, you did good, but as long as we have a solid offensive line, we got some weapons and a good quarterback who can run the system, we don't need a star running back. We're, star running backs aren't winning the Super Bowls. We just need a running back who's able to manage the game, you know, get us three to four yards per attempt, and that's all we need. And there's plenty of backs that we can draft, not even in the first round. People don't even feel like drafting running backs in the first round. We can get one second, third, fourth round that can come and produce day one. So, I mean, to me, I think it's fair. That's kind of where I'm at on it. But, you know, I can see why people are up in arms because it's so crazy that they're so – so many big stars who are some of the best offensive weapons in the league that can't even get a contract extension. That part is a kind of wild, but we'll get into why after I hear, you know, do you think it's fair, Sterling? 
it's such a it's a perplexing question because like you said earlier what is fair like there i mean we know life isn't fair why is life not fair shit if you're religious you probably know why or you probably have a reason if you're just a person you probably have your own reasoning why is life not fair it's just fucking not shit don't go your way all the time it's just what it is um and unfortunately I mean, I would love to be able to disagree and have some banter around the, you know, that argument, but I'm a businessman at heart, bro. Flat out. Like I think money first, business, business and money are first when it comes to this type of stuff. Obviously I'm a person. I respect people. I can understand this is their living, but like the average, what is the average lifespan of an NFL football player or of an NFL player is like three years anyways, something like that. Like, and the way that the game is now, and I'm this is I don't want to bleed into the why, so I'm gonna stop myself. But the way the game is now, like why would like you said, why would I go and sign you for another three years or whatever your extension is, four years on top of what you're 27, 28 now? You'll be 30, 32, 33 when you're done. Bro, this ain't the NBA, bro. You don't hit your prime when you're touching 30. The NFL is a young league. It is a young league. If you are not young and vibrant or old and sturdy, like it ain't you aren't getting what you want, bro. That's just how it is. If you aren't motherfucking Tom Brady, no matter if he can't move a cinder block off his foot or not, <laughs> like you are not getting paid and no one gives a fuck. And no one gives a fuck. Cause like you'll get a job. But Saquon, you know, Tony, all those guys, if they do, do decide to resign for less money or whatever it is, you'll get a job like somewhere if it's not with the team you're with currently. But your negotiating power is gone, bro. Like once you hit a like 27, 28 in the NFL, honestly, you are kind of just getting like toasted. And if you even if you're not that old, if you're like a guy that's like 23, 20, well, what, how long is the rookie contract simply? Is it four years? Four to five years. Like I think you could get an extension on the fifth year. You have a fifth year option. Yeah, so, for example, like, a guy gets out of college, he's 21 years old, he, he didn't graduate, gets out on his third year, which is the standard, you come out in your third year, you get drafted, you have your first season, um, next four years, you're 25. You're 25, 26 at this point. Bro, first off, you're entering the decline of your career unless you are a fucking superstar. An absolute fucking superstar. And the only genuine, like, running back in the league that I would sign for an extension right now, even though they still have health issues... Derrick Henry. There's no reason you don't sign Derrick Henry because the man is a fucking machine. He can do anything you want on the field and I can have him do any, like I can literally have him play fucking quarterback for a day and he'll probably figure out a way to do it. Like, there, Saquon, you're fucking five nine, brother. You're fucking, yeah, you can squat 650 goddamn pounds, but no one cares, brother. <laughs> you, you are an injury prone motherfucker. You're injury prone as fuck. Tony Pollard, on the other hand, Tony Pollard, I think an extension for the amount of money he was probably asking, not worth. But extending him, yes, because he's a little bit more versatile as a back, in my personal opinion. Well, Tony's the well, only one of the three good. that actually signed his franchise tag. So he's going to play on his $10 million yeah. franchise tag. Josh Jacobs and Saquon, they have refused to sign theirs. So, you know, who knows if they're going to try and sit out to get their extension. Good luck doing that, my brother, because I don't think it's going to work out for you. Who do we see do that? We saw Le'Veon Bell do that. 
Where did he go? He ended up going to the Jets, and we ain't heard about that nigga since. And he just tweeted out not too long ago, hey, I think I should have stayed with Pittsburgh. Oh, you think, my nigga? You think you should have stayed, my bro? You think that extra two, three million dollars was helping you out because you wanted to sit out and act like you were that damn good? Like, no, nigga, you a product of the line. You're a product of the system. And, you know, and anyone can come in and fit that, fill that void. They got Najee Harris. And maybe he's not as productive as Le'Veon Bell, but he gets the job done. But I kind of do want to roll on to roll into why this is happening and kind of how is this molding? How are running backs kind of getting screwed? Because I don't think the problem I don't think the problem is that, you know, the players aren't the or the GMs and the teams aren't extending them out because that makes sense to me. The problem comes in is how their rookie contracts are set up. I think that running backs might need different sets of rookie contracts as opposed to any other position because I'm going to break this down for you. This is what happens. So when it comes to a rookie deal for running backs, they got four years on a rookie deal with a fifth year option. If you're a good running back and you're a stud, they're going to do that. They're going to pull that fifth year option on you. And here's what happens, my bro. They're running you through the ground. They're making you 300-plus attempts a year, running you through the ground, ultimate production. You're an absolute beast. You're an absolute dog, and you're producing, and then they give you that fifth-year option. So you're still on a rookie contract getting paid like a goddamn rookie because that's what you are. What happens after that? Now you want your contract, contract extension. We're not extending you because guess what? After five years, you're starting to get kind of old, my brother. So we don't want you for four or five more years because at the tail end of that, you're going to start getting old and not producing. So what we're going to do is we're going to franchise tag you. What a franchise tag is, it is a combination, it's the average of the top five players in the league contract at that position. So I think at running back right now, the average is $10 million. We're going to franchise tag you one year. If you produce again and you're really good, you know what we're going to do? We have the option to franchise tag you one more time. We're going to do that, and we're going to pay you at that level for one year. We're willing to bet on you for one more year, but we're not giving you three, four, five years. It's not happening. After that second franchise tag, you know what? Thank you so much for your seven years of producing for us. We're going to let you test the market and do what you do. If someone gives you a bag, then kudos to you, my nigga. But it ain't finna be here because we're going to draft somebody in the third round who's going to do the same thing, and we're going to repeat that cycle. So I think that where we can fix that is shorten their rookie deals and make it more like uh, probably two to three years with that third year being a player option and then having to sign them there because – it's really not fair. Running backs have such a short lifespan. By the time that it, uh, by the time that they've gone through seven years and trying to get a contract, they're almost pretty much done with what they're going to do in the NFL from a high productive level. Yeah, I mean, and my why is a bit different. And obviously, you're a little bit more inept on the franchise side. I know how a franchise tag works, and I appreciate you explaining that to the listeners and viewers. Um, but at the end of the day, dude. I want to repeat this again. Business is business, as Thugger says. Business is business, my boy. Business if you don't understand business as a... Yeah, business is business. If you don't understand that these leagues are a business, NBA. NBA and NFL are the two biggest fucking leagues in the United States. Can't say in the world because you got soccer. And I can't... I can't you can't compete with soccer. It's just what it is. Yeah. But two biggest leagues... 
And then you obviously get the MLB. And MLB dudes be getting bags. They be getting bags, bro. Like, dummy bags. But it, the understanding is, once again, different from the NFL, is both in the NBA and in the MLB, their primes come between the ages of 27 to 33. Typically in the MLB, you don't even get to the league until you're almost 30. So you don't even have a chance to really like grow. You're basically on that rookie contract till you're 33 years old or whatever it is. So let's just listen up here. Second point is that look at the game. Read the room. Watch some film for once, you fucking idiots. Like, understand they are phasing you out of this game. If you go into uh, the draft, is only running back and you can't fucking catch, bro, don't expect in the next four years for you to get an extension, my G. Don't expect it. You better develop that shit while you're there. You better be working on that. Fuck your running game, bro. Like, fuck your running game. Give us three, four yards. We don't give a fuck. We got Patrick Mahomes throwing the motherfuckers. Like, remember Jamal Charles? Jamal Charles changed the game for what we know it as is now, like, at, at, at currently. He was one of the very first um, running backs to be absolutely phenomenal on the ground and then even better catching the ball on the backfield. There's a reason these guys do what they do, and they, there's a reason at the time they were such, like, one-offs. If you can't fucking do that now, bro, I guarantee you I can find me a little small-ass uh, dude that can play slot and do a little bit of running back here and there and do your job for cheaper, and I don't got to put them on a long-term contract. Why the hell would I pay you $5 million more a year than I could pay the other guy, and I can catch up on the luxury tax? You already have a fucking lockout like every other year at this point in the NFL. I'm not trying to have this shit again as an owner. Like, let's be real. So be it a real person and understand business if your agent doesn't understand if the lawyers you work with don't understand this bro you need to get new people on your on your backside to help you lift up and make the money you want to make because and if you don't have a good financial advisor as a running back best believe bro you're gonna be broken a few years too my g like it's just what it is i know i ain't bad with money if i have millions on on, on tap like that but if you're bad with money like that and you want to buy these chains and shit and then think you need an, you need an extension to better fucking afford your lifestyle sorry big dog i hope you say good luck and listen like, running luck. backs running backs if you're trying to play the whole i'm not gonna show up and uh, come play after my contract extension listen you're not holding your team ransom you're not holding them ransom. There's a reason they don't want to extend you. They don't mind getting rid of you. They don't mind losing you, my bro. You're not holding them ransom. If you want to hold them ransom and sit out after having one to two good years right out the league, that's when you should try and say, I'm not going to sit out. Because you know what can happen then? If you sit back and you're two years in and you're, you're out here killing it, let's say you had the start <clears throat> that Ezekiel Elliott had and you just come out the gate first two years in, and then on that third year, you're sitting back like, I'm not showing up. I'm not playing. That's when you had the most leverage because a three, four-year extension right then is still plausible because you're still in that seven-year range where we're going to keep you on a rookie deal anyways. So you have the most leverage right there. That's when I would try and play the whole, oh, I'm going to sit back because we're like, well, damn, like if he's not going to show up, we can still pay him and know that he's still at the age that he can produce. But- 
Listen, like Sterling said, and, and it's probably the most important point that's been made on this segment, is that y'all are just getting phased out of the game. And you're going to have to adapt and evolve. And it's just kind of like the big man in the NBA, if we're being honest. The big man had to adapt the old school style of in the paint, I'm seven feet tall, I'm going to body you down. That shit is gone. We're not even drafting you niggas. Okay, y'all are great in college because you're so much bigger than everybody, but you're getting undrafted in the league. I don't care if you're seven feet tall and can body someone down. If your ass can't hit the baseline and shoot a fucking three-point shot or facilitate the offense through passing or pull up on a mid-range jumper, then you ain't shit to me. You simply ain't shit to me. So if we're going to go back to football, like you were saying, Running backs, you got to look at the position. And I think the perfect prototype of what you want to be as a running back in today's day and age is Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is the ultimate Swiss Army knife. And he is getting paid. And honestly, I think that if Tony Pollard didn't uh, break his leg in the NFC Championship, he also is one of those players that are Swiss Army knife-esque and could get paid because – we need you to get a thousand yards on the ground, and then my bro, I need you to uh, go line up outside when we're doing five out, and my quarterback's in shotgun, and you better be able to do a fucking slot through the middle, take that ball up, and get us a first down as well. And guess what, my dog, you're at the block. And I'm sorry, but everyone's position is evolving. Tight ends, they're evolving. They're no longer just blocking and catching little short out routes. Now they're also big-time receivers too. You're going to have to adapt to this new game because the ball's flinging around and we ain't got time to be patient and watch you get three yards on a run and think we're about to do that 30 times the whole fucking game. Sorry. Y'all are fucking role players, brother. Like, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a put it plain and simple. Y'all motherfucking role players. You see the guys in the NBA role players? Role players, bro. Role players get paid. They get paid. They do. But they don't get paid the same as a LeBron, KDs, even like uh, you got Dames, Jimmys, these guys. They ain't getting paid like them. You know why? Because they're motherfucking role players. We need you, but I, you are replaceable, my G. I can find another guy that can go out there and bang his head against fucking big-ass 300-pound dudes on a daily basis that wants to play and don't mind fucking getting hit in the head and play a couple years and get the fuck out of the league. But you think you're important. And let me tell you something, buddy. Let me tell you, motherfucker. You are not important to me. I don't care. <laughs> Guess what? If I'm Jerry Jones, I'm I'm sitting I'm sitting back. I'm like, damn, I got all these stats. Damn, this this is this is nice. And I have to spend money on fucking running backs. If I'm any of these GMs, I'm like, yeah, these motherfuckers really think they, like, and they all white dudes. Let's just be honest. They sitting there saying these niggas really think I'm about to pay them. I was sitting they right in the hell. room. I'd be like, I'll read all their stats. And be like, damn, bro, you are a stud. Fifteen hundred yards first year. 1,400 yards second year, 16, 1,300 yards. Man, bro, you really fucking killed that shit. Honestly, my G, I'm a, here's what I'm going to offer you. I'm going I'm to do you right. Five mil. Which you, you, here you go. Here's your five mil. And this bro going to be looking like, nah, I want 12. Like, oh, well, shit, my boy. You should have ran for 3,000 yards if you want 12 million, my nigga. Here's yeah, your you five mil and get the step in. You ain't getting motherfucking NBA contracts. This ain't the goddamn NBA, brother. Like you, what you? Who do you think you are? Like you better be Barry motherfucking Sanders, damn Herschel Walker. Even I mean, Barry couldn't like, get a contract extension. He had to sit out. Exactly. 
Exactly, bro. Like, I don't think you're special, brother. Like, because I guarantee, look, I guarantee you there's somebody sitting at Cleveland High School, Clayton High School right now that will go out and bang his head against some dudes for, for a couple mil a year. Right now. Right now. Right now, my boy. And you think you special. Get off your high horse, motherfucker. The bitches don't want you no more because you ain't got the bread like you used to. But you better change your fucking lifestyle. Because you know what happens when, when you get more money? Like you said to me one time, Mike, you said, you know, the problem with some people when they get raises and shit, the reason they ain't got money is because what happens is their lifestyle changes too, bro. They, they, they start to think they can live a different way. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. No, you need to live the same way and stack that bread. If you didn't do it, sorry, big guy. You might not have a job and you might be on the street sitting like my boy down the road, cracked out as hell. He'd be over, look, he'd be down the street tweaking. <laughs> shout out the crack shout epidemic. Out crack epidemic. Shout out the crack epidemic. But we love talking about sports. We love talking about, we love talking about just dumb shit. Adam 22, damn, you a dumb nigga, bro. Sorry. Um, I gotta throw I, I gotta I gotta throw shots regardless because like bro Lena. Also, the Adam Twenty Two shout out the crack epidemic because you had to been on some type of shit to let yeah, that. You on the best shit. You on the best shit. You were on some shit. My VP was on today. Some crackhead shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, brother. But nah, man. Like, and you know what? One thing we can't miss, and we can't, we will never miss on this podcast is fucking music. Never miss it. Um. For those that didn't know and that keeping up with it, um, Grammys, the Grammys proposed. It, it, let me actually set the stage. Let me set the stage here. So I'm sure y'all been seeing them Drake leaks, AI leaks, all types of AIs, Lil Uzi, Travis Scott. You can put any artist on AI, bro. Like you can put your best friend on AI and do it. I saw a video uh, yesterday of uh, KSI and Toby from the Sidemen. Uh, if if y'all aren't familiar with the Sidemen, look them up. I'm not gonna explain. Uh, doing a doing a cover of Sprinter by Dave and um, Central C. If you haven't heard the song, go listen to the song. It's a fucking banger. I love it. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, bro, that AI sounded like them niggas, and they were reacting to it, and they were freaking out because it's like, dude, I have never said these words in my life, and it sounded like them. That's just what AI is right now. It's scary. It's freaking scary. So the Grammys just recently proposed a new AI rule for nominations. And I know Mike's got a little bit better background on this than I do, but I'll explain it as, as we have it here. So basically what this means is that what they propose is that songs that include elements generated by AI, artificial intelligence, can still be nominated, but there must be proof that a real person meaningfully contributed to the song too. With that, only humans not AI can nominate their work for an award. I think that's a funny little quorum. Uh, <laughs> like, Imagine an AI even. sending their shit in like, oh, I killed this bitch, bro. <laughs> but question at hand here for the folks out there listening, for the folks out there watching as well. Do you think the Grammys got it right in doing something like this with the transition of music and the way the the industry is changing right now. I'll give my opinion first, Mike, because I want to let you be able to elaborate a little bit more. Because like I said, I know that you're a little bit more inept on it um, at the moment. But um, just off the off the top here, obviously, I have loved some of the AI songs that have came out. I ain't going to cap with you, bro. I ain't going to sit here and cap. Uh, they could drop a whole AI album, and I'd be like, yeah, this shit fired. Like, I know you didn't drop this shit, Drake, but this shit gas. Sorry, dog. <laughs> Like you, you better start getting them them human rights for your shit or whatever that you gotta get. 
like i don't know what the hell the the shit you gotta get for it wow um but and the funny thing is they said it must be proof that a real person meaningfully contributed to the song too with that so basically what you have to do is write the lyrics and let the air let and also like what you basically have to do i'm thinking about the loophole right the loophole is is that if you're an artist and you you got the worst lyrics on the planet right like because sorry uzi sometimes you got some of the worst lyrics i've ever heard in my life i ain't gonna cap with you my g um and with that being said um if you need to generate some good lyrics you have to put in like an idea basically an idea to the chat gbt or whatever platform you're using and then let ai produce it and shoot out a product and then you can adjust based on the production side of things i think i think that would be the loophole the funniest part like we just mentioned there is that they said that only humans can nominate their work for an award because I'm sure they thought like people are like, oh, we need to go and get AI out there to start nominating this shit for an award because we would be able to, like you can touch more, you can get more out of it, and I think that's hilarious. But I think, in my opinion, the Grammys did get it right in this regard, being that that is the question at hand right now, um, because one, they know this shit's gonna happen if or if or if they didn't say something about it. That's they're 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 covering their asses basically. Two, if you don't adapt now, people are going to honestly start complaining about the fact that they're not getting one good music, two good nominations, and three not touching all elements of the artistry that is music, which is creativity and using your resources to the maximum capacity. So that's just my initial thoughts on it, Mike. I'm a shovel it so this is a really tricky situation i feel like and you know what we do here we debate topics that are none of our business and this is a debate pod but one thing y'all got to understand people is the person right here above me big stir is my motherfucking nigga and he's my nigga because we think alike we we are virtually i mean we're different people but you know we have very similar minds and i can't even combat what he's got to say here because he hit it on the fucking nail but I'm going to try and add a little more sauce to it and elaborate to it a little bit deeper. So, yeah, the Grammys, they got it right. I, and I mean, what else could they really do? It's a tricky situation, but it would be kind of it would it would really just be asinine for them to think that they can just block AI out of it. It's literally when they put out the statement, they were saying like, they know AI is going to have such a huge impact on music. It is the future of music. AI is already in music from a production standpoint. We use AI systems to create sounds and production and mixing on the music. Now we're just going to be able to use AI from a voice perspective or even go deeper and use AI for a whole song. And, you know, I think they, they were kind of having foresight without really knowing uh, where this is going to go and just trying to have as much of a cover up as much as that gray area as possible. And so what you were saying about the loophole and whatnot, basically what they're saying is a human can come in, write a song and get AI Biggie or AI Drake to rap over it, put that song out. And yes, even if you get like, you have to get permission whatever, blah, 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 blah. But 
the Biggie or the AI Biggie or the AI Drake can't win, can't get a nomination for the Grammys. They can't get best performance on a song. They can't get artist of the year because you dropped a collab Drake AI album. Drake can't get artist of the year because of that. Essentially, what will happen is the person that wrote that song or created the beats, they could be up for a Grammy. So the person that wrote the song that had AI Drake singing the whole thing could win writer of the year which I believe that they should have all the right to do so if they went through the necessary hoops to get that song cleared and out and they wrote everything in it, it's no different than them writing it and handing it to Drake and Drake sings it. They essentially wrote that song. They created a masterpiece. They used the tools at their at their disposal. And whether you like it or not, AI is going to be at the fingertips of every creator in the world and it's going to be and you're not even going to be able to notice that ai had influence over the product that you're consuming and listening to regardless of what industry it's in you're not going to notice i feel like this is the best way to do it i think it would be funny as fuck if ai like actual characters were winning fucking grammy nominations like drake sitting in there he lost to ai drake like that shit would be funny as fuck bro that would be AI crazy drake. <laughs> best artist of the year i would honestly geek out like honestly and what it's made for me is like for example like today actually right before the podcast i was on tiktok i've dude i've been in a fucking loophole i hate it because my roommate and his girl be on tiktok so i just be like damn i'm gonna be on tiktok too but um obviously for the folks that don't know i'm in sales and there, i saw a thing today where a sales a ai tesla rep called a cold call and a cold call for those that don't know means that you have never spoken to this person you don't know what they're doing you, all you know is that maybe they they were on the tesla site at one point or whatever like interest at one point that's all you know you don't know anything about them you don't even know their fucking name half the time um the, it's like basically walking up to somebody in per, like in, in at a bar and like getting to know them that's like the simplest way i could put it um ai tesla rep Set me sets a meeting for someone to come in and get a live demo of the Tesla on site, and it's the same script over and over, and it worked. It worked. So I'm um, the power of artificial intelligence. Is, well, we've spoken about it before, and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole again. Watch one of the old pods. I can't remember which week it is, but you guys can take a look. Watch all the videos for all I care and like it, subscribe. Um, but I want to go ahead and say is that we've got to really almost become beyond comfortable like before it's super comfortable for it to be a thing because for me personally i respect music i appreciate good music i appreciate good artistry i appreciate people that put in their time and work and part of the time and work is getting uh samples cleared for artists that aren't using it like you have to get some samples cleared like there's there are songs on albums that we listen to right now where they have been having to be taken off of stuff that we weren't able to like actually um, continue to, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, use them because they weren't properly, didn't go to the right hoops or whatever and whatnot on that end of things. So, I mean, it's kind of one of those things, man, where I'm in a, I'm in a position myself where I feel like, dang, like, I don't want it to take away from what artists do on a day in, day out, week out, week out, year in, year in, year out basis to make good content and good music. But like, I'm also a businessman. 
But I, I also out. don't think that it necessarily has to be a downfall of artistry. Like if we really think yeah. about uh, technological innovation and advancements and how it affects music, like I'm sure that there was conversations where now that we have Pro Tools and Logic and all these other um, <clears throat> software that we use to create beats instead of having to know how to play the guitar or having to know how to play the piano. I'm sure a lot of people were saying like, oh, well, this is going to stifle, you know, <clears throat> artistry and the advancement of artistry because now people don't know how to, they don't have to know how to play the guitar. They don't know, have to know how to play the piano. They can do it on software. Well, nah, it's really just going to give more power to the individual to even create more, you know, detailed and more masterful pieces. What we're going to see from AI is people are going to be able to have the ability to be Prince or Michael Jackson without having to actually do all that stuff. And if you give everybody that kind of innate power, then, you know, some people are going to create some insane sounds really push the boundaries of music to a further um, point yeah we might lose we're probably gonna the what we think of as like artists i believe will you know a lot of it will be altered in the day it's gonna be some weird ass nigga behind a computer screen that don't really know music but he knows software and can create some cool ass shit. And he ain't that fire, bro. Yeah, and he ain't gonna look like your typical pop star. Well, maybe he will. Maybe be dripped down or some shit, and <laughs> he's just behind a computer, dripped down, looking fresh. And you're gonna be at the Grammy nominees and for best artist. It's gonna be your first time seeing this nigga. Like this is the person that created that fucking fire ass song, and he's just a loser ass looking nigga. But I just think it's gonna change a lot of things up. Uh, I think that they kind of, they got it. I'm not going to say they got it right, but they did the best that they could while trying to jump the gun and making sure they have something out there because worst things possible, they could have ignored it. And then all these AI songs are popping off and they're nominating them. And then we're sitting here at the Grammys and none of the songs that we're actually listening to that were hits that year are being recognized. And we're like, yo, these aren't the songs we want to see like win. So I feel like they did the I mean, best they could. Yeah, I mean, you know the Grammys, too. I mean, it's the same thing with the Emmys and the fucking Oscars. It's all the same shit, man. Like, the people that are behind the scenes are some old farts that don't know shit about shit, but they got some young people doing the groundwork for them, which I guarantee somebody young brought this shit up. I guarantee it. 100% brought this shit up to the Grammys, the the Academy, or not the Academy, but the, the Grammys uh, committee. And they were like, hey, like, we need to consider this for the sake of our longevity as a brand as a as a um awards um to do so so i mean i don't think they could have missed with this i think they're like i said earlier i think they're just covering their asses and there's nothing wrong with that it's it's simple it's simple law like they're just covering their butts and they're also covering their like their image the grammys already get like flack here and there for like for the year that what was it fucking who was it you two won like some we don't we don't even talk about that you too bro fuck them niggas bro hacking my phone and shit like not forcing themselves on me they gave me musical rape bro (laughs) (laughs) that was musical rape bro ain't nobody asked for that shit nah bro like and, and let's be real let's be real about this because like 
I will never be an artist. I, obviously, we had Monty up here last week. He's an artist, talented. Duck puts a ton of work in. Like, shit. I mean, in the next few years, as he continues to work on his craft, he could be using AI. And who knows if he's using it now? Like, and that'd be something to ask him about personally, like offline. But like, dude, there you've got to be able to adapt. It's the same when we talked about the NFL. If you can't adapt to the game, bro, you are going to phase out. And people don't care because guess what? You're fucking replaceable. Unfortunately, that's the case. There are just there there are very like there's very few irreplaceable people in music. We've got Michael Jackson, we've got our Elvises, we've even got our Drakes and Lil Wayne's and those folks. But there's very few, brother. There's not that many. The percentage is so small that you couldn't even legitimately make it a, a number at this point. It wouldn't even be uh, viable. But we could talk about the Grammys all night long. One of the things that we all love, our favorite segment of the night, really is just going to be the Black React. And at the end of the day, man, I'm excited to talk about this. I actually saw this trend uh, when Mike put it into the doc. I saw this trend the other, was it a couple of days ago? And I was like, oh, damn, like, I really don't know. So I'm still kind of like thinking about what I would do right now. But to give it to you guys off the rip, um, the question was, this question was trending on Twitter a bit. And obviously, you know, Threads is doing trying to do what what they can for the time being. They can't really keep up at the moment. They're, just, they're trying to hold on by a thread. <laughs> no uh, but so the question I have for y'all, and the question I have for you, Mike. Obviously, we'll get your answer here on the on the pod. Um, and I want you guys to obviously once again uh, comment below what you guys think. If you had to survive for not ten, not fifteen, not two, twenty minutes. With either a bear, a hippo, a tiger, or an alligator, which one are you guys choosing to win a hundred million dollars? And so let me put this in perspective for you: one hundred million dollars would change your life, would change the life of the generations after you, the next generation, and the generation after that, at minimum. We're talking about four generations. Who are you picking, Mike? I'm going with you first, bro. And I also want to add a little caveat. The hundred dollars could change your life, but losing no, hundred million, hundred million, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, bad. no, no. I ain't getting it for no hundred dollars. We only one percent niggas on this pod, as y'all know. So a hundred dollars yeah. ain't changing nobody's life. It's a hundred million dollars will change your life, and losing the damn battle gonna change your life too because that shit gonna be gone my nigga <laughs> your life gone so you're gonna it's it's a up in the air thing but if i had to pick out of the four we okay so we had the bear we had the alligator we had the hippo and the tiger <clears throat> off rip hippo and tiger is hell fucking no off rip you can go ahead and dead them niggas i ain't looking that tiger in the eye he already know i'm fucking meat he trying to eat my ass up hell nah hippo <laughs> hippo I, you got me beat bro i'm gonna look like them damn running backs trying to run into them 300 pound ass niggas and i ain't gonna <laughs> you see how long those running backs be lasting what makes you think i'm gonna last against some big ass hippos hell nah so i'm gonna go I'm going to go with the alligator. And the reason why I'm going to go with the alligator is because, yes, their jaw, they got jaws of steel. They can, if, they, if they get a clamp on me, it's a wrap. Like, if they get one clamp on me, it's a wrap. And in short proximity, 
they're much quicker um, if they're coming straight at me on the ground than I would be. But if I'm really thinking about it, it's like if I can get enough separation on the ground off the initial rip, then I'm hitting them with the zigzags. Them little small ass, little chicken finger ass fucking legs ain't going to do shit. Zigzag. If the air quality's bad like it was when I was doing soccer, then I might be beat because I'm going to be wheezing and chilling. <laughs> and wheezing trying to get away from it. But the another, other reason why I'm picking the alligator is because even though they got surprisingly strong chomp down power, they've also got surprisingly very weak ability to open their mouth while you're putting pressure down on it. Like, so if you put your hand on an alligator's uh, mouth or whatever you fucking call that shit, sorry, I'm not, you know, adequate on the anatomy of an alligator, but I'm gonna call it a goddamn mouth. If you put the hand on top of the mouth, you know, they struggle to open it up. So you can actually, with your bare hands, keep their jaw clenched. Now that's risky because if you miss, if you fumble, then that nigga going to chop your goddamn arm off. So, I mean, you could go for that route. I probably won't go for that one. I'm going to try my hand at doing a couple zigzags, hit him with a couple juke moves and hitting that bitch with the stiff arm like I'm the Heisman. Like, hell no, nah, nigga. I'm going to try I'm going to try that route. I'm not going to go for the arm for the hand, uh mouth per se, but that's what I'm going to do. If and I'm a, I'm going to get that 100 million, hopefully. If not, RIP to your boy Black Mike on the mic, but Sterling, what the fuck you got, bro? I, like the entire time you were talking, I was still thinking about which one I would go with. Because, I, like I said, I seen it a couple of days ago. I didn't think too much of it, but I still kind of had a little thought of pondered upon it. Um, well, damn, man. <sighs> Fuck. So I'm gonna give you all my thought process on each one, just very brief, like on like each one, and I'll let you know kind of who I went with. So the bear. Bears are fucking huge, bro. They're fucking huge. They're huge animals. And they're strong as God knows what. And they fast as a motherfucker. They got four goddamn legs. And they fucking fast, bro. If you ever seen a bear run a grizzly, bro? They, dog. They, they're, they run, they're out running Usain Bolt. Um, secondly, hippo. Hippos also are extremely strong. Extremely big. And have jaws of steel as well. Um, and then you've like, and that's one of the things where, like, that they in the water. Like, I don't know what this arena is going to look like. Are we going to be in their yeah, habitat? Yeah. Are we gonna be, <laughs> that's facts, are too. We, I did not consider that. Are we just going to be like out in the open? Like, we just going to be in the forest and like, good luck? Like, or are we going to be in like by the water, like where the alligator kind of comes out of? Like, they're, they're amphibians. So, like, or rep amphibians. So, or yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then we got tiger. I mean, I just thought I had a tiger. I ain't fucking with a tiger. I'm going to tell you that. I'm not fucking with a tiger. Them motherfuckers are... You talking about quick, quickness? The bear's fast, but them motherfucking tigers are quick. Tigers are grown cats, bro. They're grown cats. Think about how agile, if you guys have a cat. Like, I know we got Kimiko and... uh, What's the other one? Kobini. Uh, name? Oh, Benny. At the crib <laughs> on Mike's spot. Like, bro, them motherfuckers agile as hell. Like, think about a tiger. It's like 200 pounds, 300 pounds of muscle, bro. They eat raw meat. Like, they are literally just a pit bull and a cat mixed together, but big. Nah, that's just out of the question, brother. Like, and they'll probably pee on you first, and then they'll fucking kill your shit. 
that's just disrespectful. Adam 22 type shit. Um, but then the last one being the alligator. The alligator is it's questionable, right? Because like you said, it is true. Like alligators have a trouble going laterally because of the length of their arms. The length of their arms, you would think with shorter legs or arms, legs, whatever you want to call them you would make them quicker at like on that but it's the way that their eyes are set too like their eyes are on the side of their head so they it's like a hammerhead they can't really see forward like right in front of them so it's it's one of those like 50 50 type of things so uh, i fucking hate water i'm gonna go with the hippo whoa left field i need why i need all the reasons why what the fuck so i'm gonna go with the hippo because i do know i'm faster than a hippo if we're like like i said i don't know what the arena looks like if we're in their natural habitat i'm getting fucking smoked like like, i'm dead like there's no living like there's no i'm getting away like but if we're kind of like on ground flat ground like right out of the water type shit and i could see the size of it first of all i'm gonna have a shock period if we're in like a ten by ten box or something, like hippo might not even better fit in that motherfucker. If we're in a ten by ten like box, then there's no way anyone's surviving twenty minutes. Well, like, I mean, unless you got during like Tyreek Hill jumping around fast and quick as hell, like or could be wrestling bears your whole fucking life. Yeah, like I ain't gonna be doing none, none of that. But like, yes, I'm. I know I'm quicker than a hippo. Yes, I'm at that last 20 minutes. And for the ladies out there thinking 20 minutes is a lot, it is a lot in bed. Yes, it is a lot. Um, <laughs> hippos. Hippo, I can put it up for it for 100 milli, bro. And it's the fact that I know that the only way they're going to genuinely, it's the same way with the alligator. The only way they're going to be able to hurt me is with their mouths or their, whatever you want to call them. They can't hurt me with their hands or paws. Like, like a bear can or a tiger can. Like, they can grab you. Like, they can wrap you. They don't, like, it, it, I'm not expecting a hippo to be able to catch me if I run, like, within whatever arena that we would be in for this $100 million. So, I mean, that's really my reasoning. It's not, like, too much into it. It's just the fact that I know the alligator, yes, like, if you put your thing down on and on your your hand down on it you can clamp them down but like you said if you miss you're fucked there ain't no coming back bro my my like my method would be similar to the way you're gonna play the alligator i guess would just be dipping dodge bro dipping motherfucking dodge and while i'm sitting here i'm actually look up how fast are hippos yeah please look that up because like my whole thought process was is i'm surprised you said the hippo because the two that i was leaning towards was either the alligator or the bear because there's like known ways that humans can kind of get away from alligators and bears. Like bears is make yourself big and oh, even though I'm fucking five eight, so like I don't know how big I'm gonna make myself to that bear. I'm gonna be like, oh, that big my like, this pussy ass nigga. I'm about to fuck his shit up. <laughs> be like oh shit, now I'm running. Then I think you could climb a tree. Like they can kind of climb, but like not as high up as we could possibly climb. Oh no. But, like, oh, no. I'm a nigga, so me and climbing trees don't really make sense either. So, I'm going to have to go with the alligator on that hand. Uh, but bro. I just feel like a hippo, bro, if, like, if they nah, do bro. gain ground on you, they fucking you up. I fucked up, bro. <laughs> Are, they fucked up. <laughs> Are they fast? Bro. 
they this National Geographic says back in 2011, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, they're still and they might have got fucking faster at this point after a decade. Um, they said they might not look aerodynamic. Hold on, let me get the whole. I want to get the whole statement here. I need to get the whole statement. Oh my god, National Geographic trying to get me to fucking be on some submit shit. Nah, all right, I'm just gonna read the clip that's on the thing. They said they may not. Hold up, hold up. They may not be aerodynamic, but hippos can reach. Just guess. Just guess the speed they can get up to. Uh, 19 miles per hour. 22 miles per hour on land. Oh, you... You fucked. (laughs) And that's where you thought we could get the advantage was on land, so you can't even... (laughs) Oh, you fucked. 22 motherfucking miles an hour, bro. How can a big-ass motherfucking hippo move that damn fast? That don't make no dang sense. Uh, 22. That's a fucking. You a dead ass bowl. nigga, bro. You dead as shit. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Like, dude. But it's short distances. I mean, oh no. Nah. I got videos of these motherfuckers running. They scary as a motherfucker. I am not. Oh my. You oh my. beat his house. Throw it in there. I'll take the hippo. That nigga fuck him up in five minutes. <laughs> Not even, bro. Be like a oh my god, bro! Like damn, he'll be running nah, like man. a true ass nigga. Then, like you see the speed out that nigga as soon as he saw that. I'm big gonna ass take my damn. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my damn clothes off. Like trying to see what can make me faster because I'm not running twenty. I can't run twenty two miles an hour. I can barely run. They're probably 16. not super like, agile, so you probably gonna have to hit a bunch of fucking hezzies and shit like that. Like, Hope that's oh, I hit, well. Yeah, you got. Like, I think the play now that I'm thinking about it is I'm gonna have to like speed up and slow down a lot. Speed up and slow down because they said over short distances. Because they, I'm imagining they don't have the best endurance, so it's like my endurance is shit. But I know it's probably better than the hippos. I don't have to carry all that weight. Well, that um, adrenaline been pumping, so <laughs> endurance will be a little better with the adrenaline pumping. Bro, but like, what if they got adrenaline, bro? Like, they just be wild on my shit because they're the hippos are like crazy violent, like, they're like known to be like crazy violent. Like, you gotta so find a tree, up, my nigga. Once they get up, I can't climb trees. You better like, learn how to climb that goddamn tree, bro. Once it once they get a hold of my shit, they look like, <laughs> and just start fucking going crazy on my shit. Oh my god, I oh my god. <laughs> I basically Sterling's a dead ass nigga. But yeah, I mean, let us know what you guys think in the comments and obviously on the other platforms. Well, man, I, I I'll probably I, put a poll out on YouTube just to see what the fuck y'all thinking. Yeah, that definitely, definitely, definitely want to do it. Do we'll do a poll on Instagram too. Uh, you know, the drop and everything. Once you guys see all of this, I want to, I want to let you guys see see you guys' reactions to it. Um, because I definitely think it could be a bit bit controversial. I think I kind of know I feel like a lot of people are gonna go your way with the alligator, but I mean fuck, like I might be dead, dead. Like they ain't no getting out of this shit, bro. Like you literally have to climb a tree. And I think they can oh, they can't climb because they don't have like they yeah, okay. That's the only way you get it. Yeah. If yeah. you can okay. make it to a tree, so you just got the all out sprint, do a couple zigzags and hezzies. To the nearest tree you can find and hope your ass can figure out how to climb that shit. Well, dude, like the hippos are like the fucking bulls of the water. 
So like the yeah, zig zigging and zagging because they would actually follow your every lead like when you zig and zag versus like a smart person or a human would be like okay like they're zigging and zagging in the same direction. I'm just gonna keep going straight because the fastest way at one point is a straight line A to B. Um, but yeah, um, for folks out there listening, man, you know, uh, once again, like uh, Mike said at the beginning of the pod, man, really appreciate you guys' support, man. Honestly, it's been a grind. Um, obviously I gotta give all props to Mike. He's part of the editing process. This man is like, he's an absolute saint when it comes to this shit. And I appreciate him, man. And showing up every week and being, being there for us. And, you know, I want you guys to continue to support us as, as Mike said, cause it's, it's, it's fun for us. We love hearing from you guys. And like for the people out there on YouTube in particular, like, and subscribe comment down below like we want to make sure we're showing up on other people's algorithms as well so we can actually show this content to other folks it is it is a grind um but we love it it's something that we've genuinely enjoyed it's, it's honestly it's one of the highlights of my week um and i i appreciate you guys being along for the ride so um other than that mike you can close this out man let's close it out it was a good one thank you for tuning in guys you know we'll be back next wednesday at 8 p.m this was a fun pod but for all the fellas out there listening, if you chose the alligator like me and not the rhino like this dumbass nigga above me, Sterling, hippo. or oh, hippo, hippo, <laughs> or hippo like Sterling did, then you probably are sitting at a good chance of being a 1% nigga. And as you know, they only want a 1% man. So what we're going to do is last 20 minutes, quit our bitching, and get our bread up. And for the ladies out there listening, guess what, sweetie? He don't want you. So please move on already. I don't know how many times I got to tell you, but just move on. And guess what? It's okay because you're still beautiful and powerful and will always love you. It's the After Dark Podcast. Until next time.